This is episode number 98 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton, and we are going to continue our discussion about black history, which in fact, by the way, is the study of the Masoretic text. Hmm, think about that one for a little bit. So, without any further ado, Hebrews in Exile, you know what we do. Let's go! the harvest, you're my light, you're a creation, you make everything right. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton, and, and this, this is Hebrews in Exile. I know, Sean, I always start out the uh-huh. conversation each time we uh, begin a podcast, and we've been... We have been dealing with some catastrophic things concerning the melanated man, particularly Mm -hmm. in this exile. And it's not just in the United States of America, but it's all over the four corners of the world. Yeah. Um, A couple of things strike my my attention Mm -hmm. as as I come to tonight's podcast. There are several things of current events that have happened that have drawn my attention to something that speaks to the Most High that most people would not even associate the Most High with. Mm, mm, Okay. It's going to be good. Yeah. One happened just this week uh, in which there was a massive earthquake in Turkey, in Syria, Mm. that killed thousands of people in one day Mm. i thought about that Mm. and i thought about going to text and listening to the thousands of people that are written in text that the most high (laughs) demised in one day uh either through famine Mm -hmm. or opening up the ground and swallowing people up such as korak yeah and I thought about that, and I'm going, man, you wouldn't, you wouldn't normally, a person would think, well, the Most High wouldn't do that. Mm. Right. But earthquakes are catastrophic events that shake the very foundation of the earth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who controls all things? The Most High, Yahweh. Who controls the elements? The Most High, Yahweh. And so I thought about it, and I'm going, wow. Most High, you took out thousands of people mm. in one day. Mm-hmm. In Turkey and Syria, which are nations that don't worship or serve him. That's correct. That's correct. And this ain't the first time he's done this. That's right. Whatever. Now, yeah, go ahead. Now, you all listen to this with would think, well, that's you're 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 really you're really speaking from an inhumane point. I mean, humans lost their lives. Sure. Sure. But when you read in text, you'll find that nations of people under the hand of the Most High, the Most High has caused historically nations of people 
over thousands and thousands of years, mm -hmm. nations of peoples have died at the hands of the Most High. That's true. Very true. Yeah, that's no better book to exemplify that is um, the Yahashua's uh, book explains it. You got that on the tail end of uh, Devarim as Moshe is transversing and getting the people towards the land. They they went through Heshbon and Og and all those, the, the Emori and all those individuals and wiped them out. I mean, and it was women and children yeah. going there and it's, it, when you read it, it's, it's pretty rough. <clears throat> yeah, and when you look at when you look at the prophets, uh, particularly uh, Ezekiel, uh, the Most High talks about how he destroyed the nation of, uh, of Babylon, the Babylonians. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so it's not, there's a song that I can't think of the. It's not Neil Simon. It's not unusual. That's, uh, 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 that's Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Yeah. It's not unusual for the Most High to act like <laughs> this. Showing my age. It's not unusual <laughs> for the Most High to act. Listen, people. Yeah. The seriousness, the seriousness of the understanding of how the Most High functions <clears throat> can only be understood from text. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But, you know, I'm going to say this to you. While you read text, mm -hmm. you can read text and not understand text. Mm -hmm. and, miss, and miss the whole fervor yeah. of the Most High's attitude when he's happy Mm -hmm. when he's sad mm -hmm. and when he's angry. Absolutely. We, we, we have to understand that we were created in the image of the Most High and the Most High has character and he had behaves a certain way. And not only understand this very factor in, most, in the Most High, the Most High can be very manipulative. Sure. Without a, a doubt. And, 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 and you, can only, you can only understand that as you understand text mm -hmm. now i'm going to say this and hopefully by the time this podcast gets out we'll be there we have a a channel that we are mm. establishing is called the patreon and you it's can, on the pat platform patreon the, on the platform Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. And it's called Yahweh's Exiled Empire. Mm -hmm. We're going to put into that Patreon a lot of the teachings that we do every Shabbat here mm -hmm. in our congregation at FTF. And for those of you who don't follow us on any other platforms, the teachings that are going to go there are going to help you to understand exactly what I'm saying to you now to understand from text <clears throat> how the Most High fits all of the relational um, attributes that are also germane to man. He gets, he's happy. Yes. He's sad. Yep. 
He's angry. Mm-hmm. He's manipulative. Mm-hmm. All fit. Now, 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 the last one, you say, oh, that's, no, Elohim can't be manipulative. That's, mm. that's a human trait. No, it's not a human trait. Mm. And for this reason, and, you know, I want you, why, why, don't you, why don't you speak to the manipulative, to the manipulative, manipulative side? Manipulative side? Yeah, and out of text, because when we look at, when we look at, um, 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 Shimuel or Shimshin? Shimshin. Yes. Which is Shimson Hebrew, Samson, Samson for you right. all, for you all who don't, <laughs> who don't understand the Hebraic name, Shimshin. Mm-hmm. Shimson did something at the behest of the Most High that was very manipulative. Mm-hmm. What was that? Well, uh, he, 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 well, did a couple of different things, but one of the most uh, uh, glaring ones is the fact that he manipulated every situation that he was posed with in order to fulfill the task of getting to the Philistine. So what he's doing is once, once he goes and gets his first wife, he's manipulating that particular situation in order to get in behind enemy lines in order to affect the Philistine. His whole entire goal from the onset of him being a Nazir from his inception was, and it, so the text talks about him, it says, I'm going to use this individual to start, a pick a fight, and start the demise of the Philistine. And at every turn, you see, if you don't look at him, if you look at him through the guise of on the surface, this is just a, a sniveling individual who just falls at the whims of whatever situation that comes and he's controlled by lust. But that's not the, the, the Hebraic Shimshin or, yeah, Shimshin that we know. Right. He's right. completely manipulating every situation to appear weak in some regards, so what? I can get you to let your guard down so I can do what I need to do and work the damage that I need to do. So when you look at it from that particular standpoint and you say the most high is endowing individuals, hopefully this is where you were wanting me to go. Yeah, with absolutely, this. absolutely. Yeah. So th- he's giving individuals this strategic military prowess to be able to go and infect and do damage that they need to do. Shimshin was an army of one. Yeah. He... With that donkey's jawbone, he went in there and played havoc. And not only that, his greatest was when he was at his weakest. When he's he he was stripped of all of his strength, he goes behind enemy lines to get them into a choke point where he could get rid of them all at one time. Every inch of that man's life that we read in text is strategic and he's manipulating every single situation. But... For the layperson, he's just going to be Samson, the bumbling idiot. Now, now, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hold you right. I'm going to hold you right at that point because um, I'm going to put that lesson. We're going to put that lesson mm. into our Patreon account so people can can hear, hear it. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, forget, <laughs> I forget what chapter it is, but uh, I think it's five and six. You'll five, ha- six and you'll, five, six, seven, somewhere you, in there. You'll have to go in and you'll have to subscribe uh, to our Patreon account. Mm. Uh, no, excuse me. Excuse, I'm in the wrong book. I got to get back over into Shoftim with the judges because we start chapter 17 with that Levite. So it would be 
15, 16, somewhere near. Yeah, so we're going to put that information up so you can you can hear um, the teaching of the real Shimson, Shimson yeah. from a Hebraic viewpoint and not from a Eurocentric mm-hmm. viewpoint because the Eurocentric viewpoint completely misses the whole the whole it misses it misses the the story the story is so wrong it's like <laughs> listening to a biography that you know is wrong and you know the person and what's being presented is totally wrong right that's what this is like yeah. now i said that the most high is also manipulative mm-hmm. the most high uh was manipulative in the situation once again uh with the ark Mm. When the ark was taken captive, yeah, yeah, that's so. What happens is is what text is that in? That is in the book of uh, Shemuel. Yeah, okay, Shemuel. So you might know him as Sam Samuel, Samuel. but it's Shemuel. So it's the it's the it's the Hebrew Shemuel. So um, Shemuel has now become to a level of prominence in the empire of Israel. And so what happens is the ark gets taken from under, under the, um, uh, at the time the Kohen Gadol was Eli. And Eli allows the ark to go down to the uh, front line because the Hebrew people thought, oh, we're going to bring the ark of the covenant down here as a lucky rabbit's foot to help us beat the, the Philistine army. So, unbena- but see, here's a point I got to bring up. If you do not know these mitzvot, you are going to completely still miss it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All of these mitzvot, because literally, soon as I said, the ark went down to the front line. Excuse me. Uh, don't we have mitzvot in place that say a certain group of individuals has to carry it? Has to carry it? the ark, right. Yeah, that the ark can only be viewed by the Kohen Gadol once yeah. a year on yeah. Yom Kippur. So yeah. Yeah. these mitzvot have to be germane into the forefront of your frontal lobe, of your cognitive ability to be able to understand that something's not right here. But when you're not taught them that they've been done away, that they're weak and ineffective, you don't have any creed. Just like these five individuals who decided to execute our brother in the street, they looked at him because it's not a community of people. It's not a community. Right. It's us against them. Right, right. Just like right. we had in slavery, we had the individual that was the head Negro that watched the rest of the Negroes that were out there. Right. Okay, so we have the same type of cop mentality that's been per, uh, uh, perpetuated, and it's this downward playing of our people. We don't have a community anymore. I don't even know why I went off on that tangent right there because we were talking about the art going on down there. But yeah, to your point, the Most High allowed himself and the Ark of the Covenant to be taken to the front line and to be carried off by pagans. By pagans, yeah. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that is a violation of, of mitzvah. So now, right. with that in mind, I want you to continue this. I want you to continue this. With that in mind, what we're talking about here is a attribute of the Most High in which that the Most High yeah. can be manipulative. manipulative. Why would he let, why would he allow the Ark of the Covenant 
in which that he dwells over and is is connected to uh-huh. be taken <laughs> behind enemy enemy lines and be handled by heathens. Exactly. And be placed it's taken behind enemy lines and placed in the temple of Dagon, which, which the Dagon. I'm gonna let you go with this one because I know where you're getting no, ready no, to go. No, 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 I want no, no, no. You, you run with that because you you know this story well. So he's placed in the temple of Dagon, and for all of you that don't know who Dagon is, Dagon is a Philistine god who has the upper torso of a man but has the lower torso of a fish. So he doesn't have any legs. So he's the ark is placed next to their main god so overnight as they leave their temple dagon winds up on his face when they go back into the temple like why is dagon laying on the floor so they pick dagon back up and it was you who brought to my attention i'm gonna bring this up to <laughs> that anytime i have to do this like old bridge anytime you have to help your god up off the floor we got a problem we got a problem so Y'all that are really gung-ho about, hey, you know, as he's walking up to what was the hill of... um, Golgotha. Golgotha, and somebody had to come and help him carry his cross. If somebody has to help your God, walk. Okay. Now, 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 well, well, now see, you know, see now, see now, see now, you you don't open up a whole, you don't open up a whole can of worms. And this is not even the same situation to say, okay, well, how can you brother sit there and say that? Because Jesus let himself be vulnerable for, no, because the end game was that when the most high goes behind enemy lines, he's kicking he's proverbial. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> now you figure out what not, yeah, yeah is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to do something that's out no, of compliance no, with what's no. in text. He's strategic, he's strategic in what he's doing. Listen, the Elohim that we serve will take whatever measures that he needs to take to protect his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Israel is his wife. Israel is his firstborn son. Mm-hmm. Israel is the apple of his eye. Yes. And he will do whatever he needs to do to protect his wife mm-hmm. until his wife, his son, whatever Israel is to him, mm-hmm. gets to a place where she gets and he gets obstinate, contrary, and doesn't want to live by the most high's rules mm-hmm. at that point the most high backs off and lets whatever happened happen to her mm-hmm. but in this case that we're talking about here of him being manipulated he's going behind enemy oh, lines yeah. to take some specific action yes and come out victorious dagon falls on his face they Fall. set him up yep they set him up come back the next day he's on his face it's again again because <laughs> of the power of the most high that resided in that place in other words understand something here mm-hmm. understand something here no heathen no idolatrous anything can stand in the presence of our elohim that's correct Period. That's, that's correct. Period. Right. 
and I'm I'm about, I'm gonna drop some game real quick. I'm gonna drop some game. I, I gotta finish this because the Most High gave me something. As as I'm not to say He gave me something, but I just want to reiterate something that we've said before, um, as we've done this teaching. The the Most High is got Dagon on the floor. His head has been separated from his body. They come in there now. I want you to understand something. These Philistine folk are not stupid. They're not idiots. Okay, because part of their testimony was. As the Most High is down there, the Most High gives them a couple plagues. He sends a whole bunch of rats in there, and then he sends a whole bunch of tumors that are in there. And then the, the, the Philistines say to themselves, listen, we have to get rid of this thing. This thing is not conducive of being, it's not really good for our health. The Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, the Ark of the Covenant has to go. So they, they make this decree and they said, well, we'll send it up the hill back into the land upon which it came from and we'll watch it. And if the rats go away, when the ark goes away, then we know it was the ark of the covenant. But if the rats stick around and the tumors stick around, then we know it was just a coincidence that happened when it showed up. But luckily for them, they understood immediately when the ark left and went back up the hill into the field of Bet Shemesh, there was a man that owned that field. His name was Yahashua. Uh, as it went back up into the field, it literally, all the rats and the tumors went away. I bring up this issue to say this, is that the Philistine army had a, in the text it says they recognized who this was being taken from. They recognized that this was the great L. Yeah. That yeah. delivered these people out of Mitzrayim. And did all of these plagues. It's in the text. They actually acknowledge that fact. So I want you to do some de deductive thinking. Deduce. Let's use our cognitive abilities here, people. If you know that this, the power of this particular L, and you've had not only heard about it through your one witness, which is your ears, you've seen it and had the experiential knowledge of it because it was in your midst and it did what it did to your people and your God. It's not hard to believe that when it goes back up and they decide they want to go ahead and attack the people that the Most High is supposed to, is protecting. Now, you would think to yourself, why would anybody be that stupid? You know that this is like napalm. This is like a radioactive bomb that's here. Why in the world would I go mess with that again? Because they're not under their own influence. And the game that I'm getting ready to drop here is this is that we see these atrocities happening to our people in the world, but as a resolve, as a Hebrew people, we are sympathetic and empathetic because they're our people, but we're not surprised. And the reason we're not surprised is because all the things that you're going through are going through the hands of a manipulative Elohim that's manipulating a group of people to impose this oppression upon you to get you to come back. Exactly. There is a master plan that's in, we are living out prophecy. And the thing is, is that if you look to text, you see the character of the Most High and he never changes. And that's the reason why I said the Most High has these character traits. Yeah. He can be sad. He can be happy. He can be angry. And he can be manipulative. Yep. Now, let's talk about, let's go back and give you a classic example of the manipulation. Okay. When... Yisrael was down in Mitzrayim, <laughs> Egypt. Yes. The Most High spoke to Moshe and told him, I'm going to manipulate the situation by, by doing what? I'm going to harden Paro's heart. Yep. 
So everything that we're going to we're going to be doing, we're going to be saying, and everything that I'm going to send you down to to deal with him. Remember, I've hardened his heart. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So now we come we and we come full string, full full circle, within the confines of where we are today in today's current events and in this exile. Mm. Well, how many exiles have there been? Yeah. Well, there's been. Babylonian exile, mm -hmm. there's been Syrian exile, exile. Oh, and yeah. then there's been this global exile where he's dispersed Hebrew Israel to the four corners of the earth, mm. and melanated people have been dispersed out of the land. Now, you got to remember something. got to remember <laughs> something in history. Mm -hmm. The earth was filled with melanated people. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Melanated people were the dominant people of the world. Mm. So the Most High dispersed <coughs> melanated people out of the land into the four corners of the world. Mm -hmm. And he's done that because Israel has failed to honor his rules and his instructions. The misfolks, which I shared in, in brief with you, there are a lot more than I want to share. I just got to figure out where I left off so I don't repeat myself mm -hmm. when we get back into them. So now we're looking at current events mm. that are taking place. We've got a Tyre Nichols, Nichols, Nichols. Yeah. who was just murdered by these police in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And Here's and here's my frustration. My frustration is getting back to your point mm -hmm. that the Most High has hardened the hearts of these people in this exile that's caused these people to be under the influence of what we call racism. Yeah. Being racist is a hardened heart that the Most High has created yes. against his people to get his people to turn. Now, here's, exactly. the here's the interesting part of this discussion that troubles me. Mm. I listen and, 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 and trust, trust the fact. What happened to that young man was atrocious. Absolutely, without question. And what happened to... Uh, um, the young uh, uh, Floyd, uh, uh, George Floyd, George, what happened to George Floyd was atrocious. Yes. What happened to all of our melanated people at the hands of nations of mm -hmm. people that are not us mm -hmm. is atrocious. Exactly. I, I'm not dispelling any of that. Mm -hmm. However, what you have, if, <laughs> if you believe that everything that happens in the world is under the influence of the one who created it. Yes. Then you have to recognize that the Most High, and don't don't tell me why the Most High doesn't create evil. Well, no, He allows He allows evil to manifest for one sole purpose, mm -hmm. and that's to have a cause and effect on the exiled. Hebrew Israel that's in exile. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason. Mm -hmm. However, the problem that I no 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 don't don't I don't don't say I don't believe that because because how else 
do we have bad things and atrocities happening in our society and don't tell me about the devil made is, is working and no. don't tell me that there is a devil because text doesn't support that sure doesn't sure does not but here's my problem <coughs> my problem is that in all of these atrocities that are happening to our people in exile everybody is calling for the wrong thing. Hmm. What are they calling crying for? out. There's a cry out, but the cry is the wrong cry. The cry is for justice. Yes. We want justice for George Floyd. We want justice for Ty Tyree Nichols. Mm -hmm. We want justice for Brianna. Mm -hmm. We want justice for this one and this one and this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the cry. Yes. That's the national cry. Uh-huh. The national cry wow. is Black Lives Matter. That's a national cry. But I'm going to go to tax. If we read tax, in every instance where Hebrew Israel was in dire trouble, mm -hmm. the Most High says... I heard the cry. Mm. What cry did he hear? See, and every time you read in text where the Most High says, I heard the cry, mm -hmm. he says, he comes down. Mm. Mm -hmm. And he does something. Yes, agreed. In this situation, we have to go back and we have to understand Hebraically mm -hmm. what the cry, and, and, and we got to understand who's crying out. Exactly. Because the cry has to come from Hebrew Israel. That's right. The nation, listen. <laughs> that text across the street that says, El so loved the world that he gave us only begotten son. You better go back across in the Hebrew text and read in the Hebrew text where the Most High said the nations are but a drop in the no, bucket. In the him. bucket, yeah. In other words, to put it succinctly, I can't use the word. It wouldn't be it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be proper for me to use the word. But when he says the nations are not but a drop in the bucket, he's saying I don't care about the nations. Mm -hmm. I care about Israel. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And yeah, we're we're missing the whole entire point behind why we're continuing to keep perpetuating the situation so, that we're in. So. A couple of things are at play. Yeah. The hearts of the people into the nations that Hebrew Israel has been dispersed mm -hmm. is, is parallel with Paro and Mitzrayim. Ex oh, yeah. The, sure. people's, the people's hearts are hardened against us. Yes. So now you ask a question. Why are these things continuing to happen to us? Because the Most High has hardened the hearts of these individuals against us. That's correct. And it's going to continue to happen until, mm -hmm. until Hebrew Israel relents and cries out to the most high that's the cry yes but 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 let's define what that cry is okay because 
if we look at if we look at the first cry, no, no, it's not the first cry. Is it the first cry? Is Mitraim the first cry? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be because they 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 were they went down seventy deep. They got down there, and then Yosef was in was in at the top, and then they multiplied. Okay, so so, so now let's let's go through that whole let's go through that whole scenario. Yeah. He heard the cry of the suffering of Israel at the hand of Paro. He came down. And the necessity was that Israel, who had multiplied in the land of Mitzrayim, they went down 70. Mm -hmm. They came out 604,000 plus Men, men, right? Just men. About eight yeah, million. Counted, yeah. About eight million collectively with women and children. Mm -hmm. They came out about eight million. Mm -hmm. He said, "I heard the cry," mm -hmm. and he comes down. Mm -hmm. And finally, he takes he takes Israel through this through this um, uh, exercise for which that they also participated in some of the um, uh, events mm -hmm. that the uh, of the ten plagues. Sure. That the Most High exacted mm -hmm. on, on Mitzrayim. But the goal was to get Israel up out of a land so that they could go somewhere and worship him. Mm. That's right. That's text. And not only go somewhere and worship him, mm -hmm. but also go somewhere where he could impart to them his laws his rules and his instructions. Mm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah, they had to have that incubation time to understand how so, it works. So that manipulative, manipulative situation was for the cause of getting them out of a situation mm. where he could take them someplace and seclude them unto himself mm -hmm. and begin to instruct them and teach them a way of life in which that they could have a cohesive relationship with the Most High as a opulent nation. So he gave them rules and instructions. He gave them a constitution. Yes. He gave them a way of life. Exactly. He gave them a preamble and he gave them a song. All, all the that's a nation. Yeah, the all you put all the ingredients in the pot. You got like you said, it's, that's that's an empire, a nation of people that knows how to govern themselves, knows how to, knows how to behave, knows how to be a leader. Let's look at how low we have sank as a group of people to where the Most High says you are supposed to be teaching everybody else. Yes, but we're now begging for justice. Yes. from hollowed halls of government that we didn't create that are never going to happen. This this is this is like an exercise in futility where we're going to get to the point where is the best that we can do while we're here in the United States and I'm talking germane to the United States and and this is might be wherever you are to disperse throughout the world. The best that you can do is a seat at the table to be looked upon as equal that is the pinnacle of where we need to be we just want everybody to treat us like like we're human beings and we're one of them not gonna it, happen it, when when did that start if our ancestors were here their heads would be hung low because of how bad it's gotten and this is all the problem with all this it is laid out in that book 
It's laid out. It's laid out in text. And this is this is a prop because the the what is the proverb is a, a, a you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it, and that's exactly what's happening. A whole entire Mitzrayim situation is happening over again. Now understand something. You know we're talking about the Most High being having a spirit of manipulation. Um, our fight in the world, the melanated man's plight in the world is tied to the most high. Sure. And the melanated man doesn't even know it. Yeah. And that's, and, that, and, 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 you know, that's, that's what disturbs me mm -hmm. because I get back to the cry. If we go to the book of judges, mm -hmm. which I call it the roller coaster. Roller coaster. Book. You call it the, the, uh, uh, I want to, um, the, uh, um, Relapse book. The relapse book. And in every instance in which that Hebrew Israel, now I want you to listen to this, okay? If you study the text, Hebrew Israel and judges are melanated people. Absolutely. Without question. And the necessity of a judge is to rescue them from their oppressor. Mm -hmm. But the Most High does not send them a deliverer until they cry out to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now notice, he doesn't send them a... Read the text, you all. Read the text. <laughs> he doesn't send them a deliverer until they cry out to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the cry? That, yeah, I'm pointing to this book. Well, well, yeah, this, but this Torah. But, yeah, but but see, our listeners. We have, our we, listeners don't know. Don't, don't know nothing. Our listeners can't see what, you, <laughs> what, what you're pointing to. We, we we have violated your mitzvot to obey them. We are turning back to your mitzvot. The cry is deliver us. But we have to first show part of that cry is just like with anything in reality. Somebody does you wrong. And they say, I'm sorry for what I did. I acknowledge what I did and I'm turning and I won't do it again. And then I'm walking a different path. And you're going to sit back and you're going to say, show me. Because you fooled me once. Shame on you. You fooled me twice. Shame on me. Okay. So that's the deal. Is It's a two-part recipe that says you acknowledge it. You've turned back. You've acknowledged the mitzvot and you're showing the most high that you've got we got some, we, we were trying to make some forward progress and some, some momentum here. So come deliver us. Right. Because we're looking at your word and you're saying we're, we're in compliance with it now, at least trying to be as most as we can. Right. You got to come down and, and, and act upon what you said. Yeah. And see, listen, listen, listen. The cry has got to be an act of teshuva, turning, which is yeah. repentance and turning back to the most high, his ways and his instructions. That's true. The cry, listen, 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 please listen to me. Please listen to me. I mean no harm at all when I say this. For thousands of years or for hundreds of years that we've been in this exile, there's been a cry mm -hmm. out to mm -hmm. the wrong person and we haven't gotten any relief. Right. That's correct. Hadn't we've, gotten any better. We've cried out to the Eurocentric 
and I'm going to I'm going to put it in this context. I want you, I'm going to I'm going to say this. We cry out to the non-melanated man of the Hebrews, the non-melanated man, excuse me, of the Greeks to deliver us, and there has not been one single deliverance. It's correct. From our enemies. Our enemies continue to beat us to death, mm-hmm. shoot us in the back, mm-hmm. find a cause and reason to hang us. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it was lynching in the in the old days. They got a new lynching now, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. It's still a lynching mm-hmm. happening to us, and we keep promoting an L, little L, yeah. that's not our big L. See, and, 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 they, and I got to put, yeah, right. I got, I put it in that context to keep it to keep it straight. In other words, let me put it like this. I'm going to say it. Jesus Christ is not our Elohim. There you go. And we can't cry out to somebody that doesn't have the power mm. nor the authority to deliver us. Correct. Correct. So over these over these 400 plus years that we our people, and this is Black History Month, mm-hmm. that our people have been exiled into these foreign nations. Mm-hmm. And we've been looking for deliverance. And we believe in the, the Eurocentric God. That God has not delivered you. Yeah, nor will he ever. But we have... We have documented texts. Mm-hmm. We have documented texts from our ancestors. Oh. We're talking about black history now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hebrew, Hebrew text is not about non-melanated people. It's about melanated, it's about folk. melanated folks. Mm-hmm. Show sure enough. And in that text... The Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the Elohim of Yahashua, <laughs> the Elohim of, Deb- of Deborah, yeah. the Elohim of, um, of, of uh, come on, G- uh, Gideon, 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 the Elohim of, the Elohim of um, Shimshin, Shimshin, uh, Shimuel, Shimuel um, all of them. That Elohim, when he hears the repentive cry of his people, he comes to deliver mm. and dispel the wickedness that's upon his people. Mm-hmm. That's historically written in our text. Now, here's the problem. Mm. If you all want to take the Hebrew text as a story and just as a as something that happened in the past to some people and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and you don't believe it, that's on you. Yeah. And you... <laughs> Can continue to get your uh, 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 beat to death. Beat to death. <laughs> but I, I've said in a prior podcast, yeah. I've said in a prior podcast, if the melanated man would turn from his wickedness, what's wickedness? Idolatry. Mm. But the problem being is. You and I sit at these mics every week and we're having a hard time proving to our people that what they're in is idolatry. Right. That's that's true. They're not hearing us. Nope. 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 
Not at all. And I don't know what it's going to take for them to hear us, but they're not hearing us. Right. But until we turn and call, the text says, in our text, it says, he that calleth upon the name of, in the Hebrew text, it, upon the name of yod heh vav shall be saved. Mm -hmm. yod heh vav is not written anywhere in, in your in your in your Greek inspired uh, Bibles. Mm -hmm. So you don't even know his name. You call him Lord, mm. and when you call him Lord, you associate Lord with Jesus Christ. Yes. So consequently, there's no. Listen, please listen, 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 please. I I hope I hope you hear me. There is absolutely unequivocally no major deliverance in the name of Jesus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And I know some people will <laughs> fight you on there, that there, one. There, there is not. Yeah. Our ancestors, our ancestors, our prophets, our ancestors used and called on the name of yod heh vav -Heh, Yahweh. Mm. Some of you Hebrews might say Yahweh. Mm -hmm. Some of you might say Yahuwah. Mm -hmm. Understand something. We're close in the narrative of, of who we're talking about with the yod heh vav -Heh. And you got to remember that that with Hebrew Israel being in exile, we've lost a lot of a lot of things that we that we that, that our ancestors knew. Mm -hmm. But we're close in terms of the fact that at least we know that he has a name. Yeah, and we know I, I can testify for an assurance that I know that the name of Yahweh works. Yeah, and it's powerful. It is. It's, it's, and there's nothing that can stand in its in its in its in its in its place. Yeah, nothing nothing in, it's in opposition. It. Yeah. Do you you know what? I, I all, the, all the times that I've heard you speak, I, you know, I don't know if you've said that a hundred or a thousand different times, but that just now resonated with me. Do you realize what how powerful of what you just got done saying? Is that this group and nation of empire of people, we're talking about something that works. I'm not talking about over there across the street where this dude had a couple of twelve folk following him around and that's all he could get. I'm talking about millions of people, and they called on the name of the Most High Yahweh. It, and then 400 years goes by, and then all of a sudden, we don't call on that name on more. That's powerful. Listen. Man. Listen. The king writes in the, in the helium, Psalms, uh, chapter 40, mm. verse 5. How blessed the man who trusts in Yahweh and does not look to the arrogant or to those who rely on things that are false. Mm. How blessed. Very. But the problem being is if you don't know that this is false and you shut your you shut you shut your mind up to even consider even to even consider that and, and listen 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 there is something definitely wrong yeah. with that text and there's something wrong with the theological teaching of that text mm. 
Let me take a let me take a, a, a case in point. Okay. Those who are dead shall rise first. Mm. And we who remain are alive and yeah. remain shall be caught up to meet him in, in the air. In the air. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Those who are dead in the grave, I thought they were already in in, he in yeah, heaven. heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every 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 funeral I've ever every funeral I've been to in a Christian church all my life, people die and they immediately in heaven. Right. Or they're going to heaven. Right. Take the big old escalator up there. <laughs> So, and even if you take it even a step further, what does that put piece in Those Revelation? Those rely on things that are false. Right. Because you had a little piece in Revelation that you talk about too. How in the world is it coming down? In the same chapter of chapter mm -hmm. 40, we're talking about Torah mitzvot. And, and this whole conversation about Shimshon, uh, <sighs> this whole conversation about uh, um, uh, Shemuel and Shemuel and all of it and all those are kind of, all yeah. connected to mitzvot. Everything which makes one of the mitzvot very important. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. Verse 9, Psalms 40. Doing your will, my L, is my joy. Your Torah is in my inmost being. being. Mm -hmm. Your rules, your instructions, your commandments, your mitzvot are in my inmost being. Mm. This is the king talking. That's right. Now, now I know, and, 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 you, and, and you gotta ask yourself a question. When you read this text across the street, it says, doing your will, my L, is my joy, and your law is in my inmost being. What, what is law? The, what law? What exactly. Law? It, define what that is. What from, law? What from, law is he talking about? Because we know it to be the laws and the instructions that are written there in uh, that he that Mashe talks about in Devarim chapter number four. Four. Yes. Interesting piece. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so. All this, all of these things that we're talking about, you know, uh, he says in, in chapter 44, mm -hmm. he says, L, you are my king. Command complete victory for Yaakov. What's he saying? Yahweh, you are my king. Command complete victory for Israel because Yaakov and Israel are synonymous. Yeah. So he talks about he talks about all of these things that we're talking about in which that there is powerful, powerful uh, aspects that are germane to the most to the most high. Yeah, it, it's in chapter 46 mm -hmm. of the Helium Psalms 11. He says, desist and learn that I am L. Mm. Supreme over the nations, supreme over the earth. Mm. Mm. 
Can I can I go somewhere real, sure, real sure, quick? Sure. Because you because you made mention something about about heaven, about people going up to heaven and whatnot. And then because it's piggybacking as Jermaine and what you're talking about is the importance of these mitzvotes and understanding those mitzvotes. The, what came to mind is this piece that's actually across the street. Because one of the things that we have to always be cognizant of is there's been a, a, a kind of a fail-safe that's been put in place with this issue of they've been done away with, you don't need to know them, so just throw them away. We're reading about how the mitzvot are our joy. They're this, they're that. But then a lot of our people are prescribing to a teaching that's telling them disregard them because they mean nothing to you. And what's interesting enough is that even though that's being taught, your Messiah, Jesus the Christ, tells you to follow the mitzvot. And where does he tell you to follow the mitzvot? He tells you to follow the mitzvot in chapter 5 of Matthew, starting at verse 17. And I read, it says, Don't think that I've come to abolish the Torah and the prophets. I have, not, I have come not to abolish, but to complete. Let's break that down and pack, unpack that real quick. The issue is, is that I've come to show you that they can be done. Now, not if we believed in Jesus Christ, that'd be a different story. But to you guys who is still, he's germane to, he's telling you, listen, I've come down here to show you that the mitzvot can be done. Not to do away with them. He never says that. And he goes on to prove that fact when it says, yes, indeed, I tell you that until heaven and earth pass away, not so much as a yoda or a stroke will pass from the Torah. Not until everything that must happen has happened. So whoever disobeys, now you folks that are prescribing to be Christians need to be listening to this. So whoever disobeys the least of these mitzvot. I got a problem with that right out of the gate because the Most High never puts any value on one mitzvot no, to the next. No, he never no, he says doesn't. this he, one's he better does. than the next. He just says, he just says obey. He says obey them. So right here we got some issues, but it, it starts getting worse for you guys, but it's because it says, so whoever disobeys the least of these mitzvot and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. So right off the bat, your teacher your Messiah, your God is telling you that anybody who teaches the mitzvot against the mitzvot will be least in the kingdom. But whoever obeys them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom. So you've called, made your calling and election sure that everybody that's going to heaven who doesn't prescribe to the mitzvot is going to be in the back row at best. For I tell you, unless your righteousness is far greater than the Torah teaches, Wonder who they are. Wonder who they are. And the Pirishim, you will certainly not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So how in the world are these folks dying and going to heaven and they have no idea what these mitzvot even are because your teacher, your God tells you, says if you go ahead and you teach against them, you will be least in this kingdom. Well... You this see, is in Matthew 5 and 17. Yeah, see, that's that's so... And see, this is the problem with the, with the Greek text. It's ambiguous. Very. And it has more holes in it than Swiss cheese. <laughs> As the Native Americans say, you speak with a forked tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to what our king says mm -hmm. in Psalms, the helium... Chapter sixty-two, sixty-two, okay, and and um, and eight. He so, says, 62, "My eight. safety 
and honor rest on Elohim. Elohim. Uh-huh. My strong rock and refuge are in Elohim. Yeah. Trust in him, people, at all times. Pour out your heart before him. Elohim is a refuge for us. Mm-hmm. Selah. Think about Think that. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. You see, you go to church every Sunday. Some of you go to Bible class. Not many of you go to a prayer meeting. (laughs) No. But you're not being taught what the Most High has to say. Exactly. And what his emissaries have to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. listening to a guy that's not repeating only sparsely every and then mm-hmm. and then, but not in complete context what the Most High has said. Now, I'm going to tell you something as this podcast begins to come to a close. And I, I need I, I need that camera focused right right on me. <laughs> smack dead. It's right smack dead on me. As as Stephen A would say. What he say? Uh, well, put the camera on me. <laughs> Yahweh El Elohim is my husband. And him being my husband, because Israel in Hebrew Israel is his wife. He talks about that. We know that from Shemot chapter 20. Shemot chapter 20 is the, is the marriage vows, in case you don't know that. If the Most High is my husband, I don't have to listen to anybody except what my husband says because I have complete confidence that he brought all things into existence, including me, and he is the only one that I ever have to listen to. My God. And his emissaries. That's correct. His emissaries. That's right. The ones he appointed. Exactly. Exactly. I'll give you the ones that I want you, you to You got have. a king over there. <laughs> the most I said, I will appoint your king. You got a king over there that he never appointed. Never. Never. Doesn't meet the mitzvotes. Well, Sean, we're coming to the end of another podcast. We hope that you've gotten something out of this. This has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews Hebrews in in Exile. exile. Shalom. Shalom.